Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn. Welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis. And in the studio with me today, I have my lovely hostess, the one and only Miss Daphne Lynn. Hello, Miss Daphne Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, as always, it's a, I just love being here. I love sharing this information with others, you know. So uh, I just want to let everybody know. Happy Be New Year. Year. This is our first show of actually uh, the year 2024. Yeah, so yeah. we had over 50 podcasts alone uh, in the year uh, 2023, and we got kind of we a got late started start. started late, though, yeah, yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have a whole lot more this year to be able to, to share with everybody. Most so. definitely. What we're going to do, we'll do kind of a recap since we're starting a whole new year. We've got new listeners. We've got those uh, who are returning, and to all of you guys, welcome. Welcome back, and you can get more information about our, uh, who we are, what we do, our podcast, and things like that at nde.world. Okay, so go over there and check it out and uh, enjoy. So today... We're going to kind of, we've already covered this in a few, you know, a few different podcasts, but what I really want to do is look into the actual elements, the overall elements of the near-death experience, okay? For those of you coming in, uh, we want to share this information with you guys. If you look at it, um, more specifically, the near-death experience is that the, the NDE is the actual overall experience itself, okay? Keep that in mind. Uh, an NDE means somebody nearly died. That was the experience of nearly dying. Okay. However, the experience of, uh, of an actual NDE is broken down to many elements. And there is a very spiritual or supernatural phenomenon that's, that's really you know, connected to this. And it's known as the uh, out-of-body experience. Uh, part of the near-death experience okay that's where all the spiritual elements happen but you don't have to have a near-death experience you know to have an out-of-body experience but that's where all the magic starts to happen so let's right, kind of yeah. let's kind of start right there Daphne, if you don't mind uh, you know what is an out-of-body experience and how does one typically go into that and then we'll just kind of take it from there if you don't mind right the out-of-body experience um without having a, an nde can be brought on through meditations um focus yes and then through an nde um it is the experience out of the body and a lot of times an obe you're actually looking upon your body so but not every one of the experiencers look upon their body those that do look upon their body uh, depending on whether they are experiencing this through a sickness and have went into an OBE, which led to the NDE, those more tend to know that they're dying and know that that is their body. Now, with the more traumatic, uh, all of a sudden events that are brought on through an NDE, 
is the OBE, they a lot of times do not realize that they are looking at their own body. That is very interesting to me. And, uh, but that's part of the, uh, the OBE is just the out of body experience, looking around, sensing and knowing things that you couldn't possibly know had you actually been in that state in the body. Okay, perfect. Now, and also, uh, you don't have to meditate to do that, although you can reach that through states of meditation. But an out of body can occur anytime, anywhere, to anyone. For yes, any you're reason. right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Just to put that little plug in there. Now, the next thing, once a person uh, is going through this experience and they're they're coming out of their body, like Daphne had mentioned, um, there is an awareness. There's some sense of awareness that, uh, am I dead? Am I alive? What's going on? How do, how am I making sense of this? Actually, I'm not making sense of this. How can I see myself down there? You know, How am I here if I'm there? Yeah, how am I here if I'm, if I'm there? So it's really that awareness. There's that sense. That's that consciousness or that awareness. You know, that, mm. That's that you. <laughs> You're you, the physical, the, you, the yeah. uh, spiritual the spiritual you. being. Yeah. You are, yeah. Because we're both. Right, and it just kind of ties in uh, one of the things that you know that's related with this is now you're you're, you're tied into the spiritual world. You know, mm. Now it's time to go on a spiritual journey. Spiritual journey time yeah, to experience things that aren't limited here to this plane of existence. And as mentioned earlier, every near death experience is personalized. Okay, it, it has to do with that individual. You know, every mm-hmm. um, every one is different. However, there are major elements that are in harmony. We're gonna—that's what we're kind of looking into right now. But one of the things uh, that we notice with a lot of NDE stories is that they—some say that they—they—they they, they are just uh, beings of light. They're just light energy. Okay. And some also have described themselves as a light form, a light being, but a but a form, a, a form with you know, shape with yeah with a shape like an arm or a hand or a head or whatever. Right, You're the silhouette. A, of. a silhouette, yeah, but yeah. a but a light being, you know, mm-hmm. a light being's a silhouette or, or just just light as a ball of light, just just light energy, pure energy. Um, mm-hmm. So we do get that kind of variation a lot, you know. Yes. There's also the feeling or the sensations of traveling through space, I guess, through dimensions. You know, sometimes these people come out of their bodies and they're, they're traveling up through the hospital. And some of them start just traveling through space itself. Mm-hmm. They, you can go anywhere again, not limited to the you know the physical plane. Exactly, yeah. Uh, some even experience being in a void or, or nothingness or darkness, but peaceful in those places, a calmness. So uh, that it's just that conscious spiritual you. Right, right, right. And there's often, you know, feelings of being in a different realm, you know, in a heavenly realm uh, uh, mm-hmm. and, and some type of ambient, blissful, heavenly bliss, I guess, other, other than the physical, you know, earthly realm. And like you mentioned, uh, some do uh, experience that void or that darkness, but it's a peaceful darkness. It's not a... Right, painful, you hear that a harmful, lot, you know, and 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 we we do have what's called the DNDEs that are a little more distressful. We're gonna we'll we'll, we'll get to those later. here after a while, yeah, but because yeah. we're gonna kind of show the difference between. But right now, we're focusing more on the you know the positive near death experiences. So, mm-hmm. and you know, even though some experience the void and nothingness in a peaceful situation, that's not necessarily the tunnel, and that a lot of times 
people experience the tunnel, some don't experience the tunnel. And it, and that tunnel is just a passage, yeah, a, a transition from this whatever realm to the next. It's what your your mind or your spirit is or the source is going to put there for you to comprehend, to understand. Right. You know, uh, some people walk down paths to get to a certain point. Some people walk over mountains some people go through tunnels you know so a lot of here in the west we hear a lot of uh tunnels yeah tunnels seems to be very common but like you said it's not in all of them exactly it's very common so there is the tunnel uh you know after the black light or and all these aren't in chronological order by the way so they all vary when, when they happen but typically you know usually the light i mean the tunnel and things like that are usually typically more in the beginning they usually go through the tunnel and mm-hmm. either when they're in that blackness, sometimes when they're in the blackness, they may see like a little light. Like a little, little pinprick. They call it a pinprick of light, yeah. And that light starts to get bigger, and they don't, they ha- they feel like they're being drawn to the light, or the light's being drawn to them. You know, So yeah. there is that, that connection, that magnetism between them and the light. Now, also, going through the tunnel, the tunnel itself, they say they go through the tunnel, and then they'll see that light. Exactly, so, the light at the end of the tunnel. So the light would probably be one of the I say one of the main things that you know pretty much comes up next wouldn't you say yeah with yeah I do believe so most of the the time it is and then a lot of times that they just are in the light without the tunnel I mean it there it's no structured way to it but there's common threads within them correct and that's that's what I love about about these these is really shaped and helped to transform my belief system mine is, in mine. afterlife and life as we are now. Yeah, mine as well. Mine as well. Now, one of the things that's really, really cool about these experiences that we hear so many talk about, we can maybe look into, is there seems to be a really heightened uh, senses, I guess, for lack of words, you know. Oh yeah. Um, you 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 feel th- everything on a super <laughs> supernatural, for lack of words, supernatural level. In other words, you experience love at the deepest you're degree. You're plugged in, and it is total sensory, not like we have here. Yeah, yeah. Like you experience, like I was mentioning, like love or that acceptance, you know, that mm-hmm. peace. Um, uh, 360 vision. Yeah, you get three. Yeah. You have 360 vision. Um, there's a, always seems to be a sense of timelessness. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. You know, when we know time is a human construct, and it's something that we use to kind of explain things here on Earth in the physical realm. However, it seems that on the other side that there's no sense of time. Okay, this or a sense of timelessness. In other words, they they sense that time is different on the other side yeah. than it is here. You know. And uh, right. again, that, that, that heightened feelings of peace and euphoria and love and all, it's just, um, like you said, you're plugged in directly to source. You're going to be feeling this love on a level that you can't really really explain. And a lot of people say that it is ineffable. You can't put it into words. You can't explain yeah. how it feels we on can, the other we side. Can, they can explain it in a way that we can comprehend it, but not fully understand and get the the whole of the experience yeah Yeah. so on the subject of these heightened senses what about telepathic communication because we hear so many stories that they don't really speak like we do here Mm -mm. on this level but most things are just done with thoughts it's just telepathic and 
a lot of times they say they just think it and once you think it bam it's there so yeah that sense of heightened uh communication on on that telepathic level i mean would you like to comment on that yeah i mean it's just that being plugged directly into source the telepathic communication is as a collective it's not just one individual's thoughts being uh communicating with the beings or source or whatever it is a collective of family of angels of source it is a collective because we're all one we're all from source so we get that direct collective communication through telepathy on the other side right and the communication is pure Everybody yes. knows what everybody's thinking. You don't have ill thoughts. You know, like down here, you can have ill thoughts for people. I mean, you can think things behind people's back. And you can fool your own self, much less, you know, you fool right. everybody and you fool yourself. But over there, you can't. Right. And, and the, the beauty of the the collective and the communication is I've heard so many through so many of these stories that even though it's a collective and you hear and uh, sense everyone's thoughts and feelings you can single out specific conversations with different people in that area That's of the collective so yeah that is so odd that you know even though it's a collective and you would think your mind will be going crazy oh god this is too much for me to handle it's it's not like that we cannot comprehend truly comprehend what these people have experienced we can get a gist of it but i mean it there's so much to these stories that has shaped my reality now absolutely i mean it is amazing absolutely and you know during all this communication it's just amazing like you said you can how you can communicate with one person then everything's all connected i I don't i can't even explain it It's, it's 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 just so so beautiful and intense and it's just a whole different level of uh what do you want to call comprehension or consciousness that we are here at this level here? We don't really comprehend things on that side. But, right. you know, you also hear a lot of people, you know, they hear voices, you know, or maybe even music. I hear a lot of people talking about music, you know, so. Yeah. Now, another thing we notice while in this other worldly experience, uh, calling it. Or outward worldly experience. Yeah. This other experience, this, this uh, out-of-body experience, of course. Um, there are beings of an extraterrestrial sense. They're spiritual beings, either of the angelic, um, either, um, you know, even uh, religious figures like Jesus, uh, Buddha, um, Krishna, you know, there, there are those kind of beings, you know, there's what people would call gods, the light, you know, but there are deities, just deities. There are beings, uh, family members. A lot of people see family, um, that has passed on or crossed over as well. Pets and animals. Pets and animals. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna I think we're gonna touch base on that, but that's fine. We'll go ahead and mention it now because, you know, that is those other beings that's on the other side, you know. Yeah. So now there's always that sense of that. And a lot of times there is a sense of a being with that person, but they never get to see the person, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. It I, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, we, we do get that a lot. That yeah. They've had this whole experience and they know someone, but they know it's someone, you know, benevolent. It's it's a, you know, a, a loving, kind being. Yes. It's not something that's there to harm them, you know. Right. Now, one of the things I personally really like uh, is the actual life review. 
Okay, let's oh, kind of break that because the, the life review itself actually has elements within it, it. You know, we can actually break it down, but we do see a, a lot of common elements in the in the life review as well. So yeah, yeah, the life review is is one of my favorite parts of the NDE process as well because just from the different ways that it is expressed to the individual to you know the balancing out of the scales i mean there's beauty in this you know the life review is really a lot of times from your birth to your present death sometimes pre-birth yeah and that's what i was going to say is sometimes they know life before going into the womb so the that life review is is pretty amazing really yeah, and I like how you said that. It was, um, you know, the balancing the scales. Now, what would be the most perfect justice or the perfect balance, okay, when something happens? Let's say, like, if you do something to someone or someone does something to you, the perfect balance would be for that person to feel, you know, what the other person felt due to what you did to them, either good or bad or kind or loving or harmful, hurtful, helpful, loving hateful whatever you did to someone you have to experience you you're going to have to experience that you know and you're going to have to feel that you know the way they felt it so from what we understand the life review is typically you know there's typically beings with you either a being okay and that is like we said a loving kind being there to, to support or multiple beings around you, family members around you. Yeah, I mean, people, there's, there's there's so many beings there with you to 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 go through this life review to see all these things that you did, and uh, so it's typically presented in a a, a a a lot of different ways. There's like more of the holographic fashion, uh, screens, some type of screens projected. You know, I guess um, for for lack of words, television type screens, video screens. There's there's some kind of yeah. yeah, pictures on rocks. You know, I've heard pictures stories on tables. On tables, I, there's, there, it, it's going to get presented some kind of a way right. that, that you know that that is an experience that you had. Right, and I think one of my most favorite of all the ex- ways to experience their life review has was the one where um, the late, I think it was a lady, looking out over a lake. And her her life started playing on the lake as a, a movie. Absolutely. I mean, so there's so, so many different ways that your life can be reviewed. And presented to and you. And presented to you. So there, it, it's just amazing all the different ways that, that come across. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so but, but the common element is that, you know, many do. Now, not everyone during an NDE experience these, but the majority do. Okay, just right. keep that in and mind. And the one thing that that I, I absolutely love um, about these experiences through the life review is no one else is judging your actions and your right. deeds. Right. No one is judging you but, but you. you. Right. So, yeah, it, it is. It is, And that's what we call the purge. That is, you know, that is the balancing of the scales when you get to experience everything that you've been through and hurt others, love others. That's the balance. It will balance out and it'll get you, you know, on a different level where you right. need to be. And it'll make you think twice next time. So right. that's from what we understand. So so the life review, uh, like Daphne mentioned, is not a judgment. Let's be taught, say, like, 
you know, with from a, a lot religious of mainstream religions do, right. you know. Uh, however, uh, you don't get out of it. You do have to experience all the good and bad that you've that you've put out. This ties in with the uh, the the cause and effect principle in hermetics. It's the reaping what you sow principle in the Bible. It's the do unto others uh, principle. I right. mean, these are all these are all spiritual principles that are within all of us as humanity not to harm another soul. Right. And what comes to my mind with you saying that, I mean, literally, it's just my, these images are flashing in my mind. Um, so thank you <laughs> for bringing that out and my gods, my spirit gods for that. Because one of the instances was of someone saving an insect out of water, a bee out of water, and that life was saved. So that is another soul, another spirit form. Right. So right. we have to realize we are one with everything. So everything we do is connected with with all life forms. So that little insect that got saved was thanking the person that saved it. And I mean, would you have known that 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 bee was talking to you? Absolutely. It's 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 amazing. Even stories of trees themselves. Trees, yes. You know, Plants, worms. Yeah. Worms. I mean, oh my gosh. Um, one guy was brought down to this, into the earth, and was brought face to, to face level. with an earthworm. And the earthworm seemed so huge and giant to the guy because he was he was micro. And here's this. You know how small a worm is to us. Mm-hmm. So. It was huge to him, and he was saying how the worm was just saying how happy it was because it had babies. I mean, life form, spirit. We are all connected. We are all connected. So we have to change the way we think about life. The insects you think are nothing, you go over there and squish them. You just killed something. Right. Life. Yeah. You know, so you're going to have to experience that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so, i'm gonna I, i'm guilty of it i am yeah. but but we're since all learning of all this progress my whole my whole perceptions of life forms have changed so uh, if i see an insect or a bug in the house i, I try to help it out me too <laughs> I, my life has spiders changed you know stuff that get in took a different approach and this i've, I've made this change uh well, I guess a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. would you say? Uh, yeah. yeah. Before, I, I would swat a you know mosquito or a fly, or, you know, buzzing around and you know, hit it and kill. It. I mean, spiders I in the twice. house, smack them. I'm not gonna them. lie, you know. Yeah. But a little over a year now since I've learned that appreciation of all life, I would help them out now. Uh, I wouldn't yes. kill it. I, I would do the best I can to take and you know move it somewhere safer, get it out or whatever, because it's our responsibility as humans to really look after all forms of life even the ones who are smaller than us, especially. When you're in this life review, all right, you are plugged in to the matrix. All right, keep this in mind. The source. Yes, you are feeling everything. You're re-experiencing the experience from your perspective. Now, here's the beauty. You're also feeling it from the other person's perspective. You are plugged into them. They're plugged into you. You are feeling what they felt. So the joy you gave them, you're going to feel that joy back, that love. You're going to feel it all at once, okay? However, here's the reaping and sowing. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you will have to experience their hurt, their right. pain. Not only that, but the pain and the, the hurt 
and however it changed that person's life, the rippling effect, how that affected their children, their families, how it affected their families and their families, their jobs. Everything you do has a, what we call the rippling effect. Yes. So you are tied in one way, you, two way, feeling the other person, and three, from source itself, God itself, since we all are source. Human beings are recording devices, and we record our everyday experience through our eyes, ears, our I skin, our senses. our senses. Absolutely. Yeah. All of our senses we experience, and we are recording all this, and it gets played back in the life review Right. And that's where we get our balancing going on at. Right. And another thing that I, I've noticed is really common in in getting to feel the distressing parts that we've we've put others through or others have put us through is that not only you get to feel what was f- the other feeling, but you also get an understanding and knowing of situations, a, a 360 understanding of the whole situation from all perspectives. You get answers to it all. You, it, like when we have a conversation, you know, we may not be understanding the feelings that someone's feeling. That's right. But on the other side, you do get to understand those feelings. And there are many cases people and may there, hurt somebody's feelings and not even know it, you know. Exactly, yeah. You know, but, but when there's that intentional hate, when you, when you intentionally with intent, harm another person, okay? You can't escape intent, okay? Right. There may be accidents throughout life, you know, God forbid, you know, a child run out in front of a, a truck and hit it. It happens every day. You know, the, there are accidents. That there, That is not an intention, okay? Right. That is an, what, we, what we would call an accident. Okay, there's still, you know, that, that still will have the rippling effect that's going to trigger off. That person will have to experience, you know, the, the killing that child and how it affected that, that, you know. But there would be a different feeling, I would think, compared to someone who had that evil will intention to deliberately harm another soul. You, you know, know you, you, it's going to hit. It seems like it's just going to hit so much harder you know, with you, the intention part. You of make it. me think of the episode we did on Hitler with yeah. you saying that because he's gonna he had to go through. The life review and all he done himself. So right. there's that balancing out there, you know. So we all have to feel. For what, what I we understand, there there's a, a ages and ages of therapy for him, you know, or someone until he grows and learns. Until yes. he once he once he grasps the seriousness, because I mean, because you you can't escape it. You, like a heavenly you have hospital to, you, reform. You can't get away. You you you're going to reap what you sow. That's that's a that's a law. Okay, that's that's right. one of the laws of life. You you can't get away from that. You know that's and that's something to really seriously consider. So you have to, you know, the main point is just be careful with how you treat others. Right. Really, that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, and 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 that's what I was saying. You know, with him, you know, having to go through these things to grow and learn as as a soul, is you think about that heavenly hospital. That heavenly rehab that rehab you have yeah. to help you understand, to help you grow as a soul, that is very loving. Absolutely. That is not a, oh, you did this, I'm going to punish you forever in a tormenting hell. Well, when you really start looking at that, you realize the eternal hell and punishment, you know, hell wasn't even taught. Uh, you know, Jesus never taught it. 
for no, for yeah. you know for those of you who, who may not know that <laughs> the the it historical didn't come person into what, the yeah fit, late fifth around, century? around the fifth century yeah it it wasn't even a church teaching for the first you know uh, five centuries yeah you know you have um, you know that's indoctrination the, 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 the Socrates influenced Plato Plato influenced Saint Augustine Saint Augustine had a very heavy influence uh, of that. You got Tertullian, all that bunch that came in and created this doctrine that was based on everything from Dante's Inferno to just wild imaginations and really just the control, the power to come That's, in and, and really just to really take over. They, they they created, you know, what mankind thinks of or deems as hell or torture or eternal for torture what and punishment. To control. For control. It was for control. For yeah. fear, to keep you in fear and subservient to other people yes so yeah you know and and do do people have hellish experiences absolutely and we'll, we'll look into that here shortly but um so back here to the life review now there there's always somebody there to comfort you as well so this is going to hit you hard you know most people and it's going oh, to yeah. hit all of us at different levels because you really get to feel this stuff and they will be there to comfort you you know yeah. i've heard of stories people just like you know, so hit hitting hard, and but they kept lifting them up and encouraging. That's Angels okay. You know, we're here. Up, yeah. You know, we're here for you. It's okay. You know, you're not being judged or nothing. So you judge yourself, like Daphne mentioned right. earlier. I even heard many of the accounts where the people had lived a good life, had been kind to others. Yeah. And and but through their life review, had a breakdown. Oh my gosh! No. Oh my gosh! No, stop. I can't handle this. Yeah. Because they're seeing from all angles what effect they had on another being. Yeah. Yeah. So to me it's it's ultimate. It is yeah. the ultimate and it is it's in it's so common in literally as we know of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, of experiences. It's a very common element is the life review. Is it an all? No. No, it's not, yeah. Yeah. You know? Is it presented the same way? No, nope. but it is something that, you know, a high, high, high percentage of people experience. So that's something to really take into consideration. Now, one of the things to keep in mind, you always notice that it seems like when they're on the other side, they get this download of all this information and super knowledge and the all-knowing. Yeah. I like the way you put it, how they tap into source. You know, Plug you like, back into source. Yeah, would you like to comment on yeah, that? Yeah, you know, it just from a, a, a biblical point of view, absent in the body is present with the Lord. Okay, so this is a experience right there. You, your conscience, your being, your soul, taps back in to source where we come from. Where you've we actually, are from what I understand, you've one. already been there all along. Exactly. So This is just in, like a piece of that source, isn't it? I'm, 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 ain't that right? Yeah, so, what we're so we're a piece, piece of, that? of okay. the divine. So when we return back to the divine, the source, spirit, whatever, God you want to call it, we get that instant download of knowledge, all-knowing knowledge. I mean, I've heard experiences where they saw the making of the world. I mean, so it's an all-knowing download, and there is so many that have had that. Yeah, and some people... You know, every now and then we'll bring bits and pieces back. However, our brains aren't really designed to process the all. Okay, we, we can only right, yeah. we process as much as we can here on this level. Okay, of reality, right. that is a whole different level. So most people's brains can't process that 
process that enough to come back and bring that back. Every now and then, some people bring those those little nuggets back. Yes, but they recall having known all things. Yes, exactly. That's they retain the knowledge of knowing, but not knowing everything. What it was, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So so. different different levels because we're you know we're here on the the human level the the you know, this level of reality or this plane of existence, uh, our brains can process, like I said, stuff here. That's yeah. a whole different level of vibration and existence is that world. So I can see how tying into it, you can get that all knowing, but oh, trying yeah. to bring that back, you know, I can see where oh, it, could, yeah. it could be an issue. Now, speaking of bringing that back, now, most NDEs, it seems like they'll get to a certain point where it's going to have to be brought to their awareness that there's, you know, some type of border or a point of no return or maybe some type of barrier or boundary. Do you want to maybe touch base on that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. And it is, and and it doesn't happen for all of the experiencers, but a lot of experiencers do get to a, a, a border to where they cannot go any farther. Like one experience that's coming to my mind is there, there was this, the consciousness standing before the beings and they kept noticing a light behind the beings and he they was he I say he was wanting to go to the light but the being kept stopping him you can't go there that that's not for you perfect example yeah that would be that boundary yeah Yeah. so um and, and in that moment a lot of them are given the option to stay or go um, but a lot of times they're not given an option. It's like they, you have to go back. That's right. Yeah. A lot of times it, it, it is more the, oh, it's not your time. You cannot stay. Right. Right. We, we yeah. do hear that a lot, you know, and then, and especially, um, in, in fact, let's, we can definitely connect that together. Once they, once they've experienced this blissful, you know, world, and are told that they have to go back. What typically happens? Mm. Are they all excited and ready to go back? Yeah, <laughs> there's a resistance there a lot, and, yeah. and, and I can't blame them. I mean, and and the, I think the reason for this is because it's, it's it's all the elements combined. It's that love. It's that feeling of being home, knowing that this is where you belong. So that's why these people resist they don't want to come back to this earthly realm well because that's home about tying in a body you know that you're from what i understand you're a spirit there are no boundaries confinements you're not confined to something whereas this body you know they're on the other side they feel like they're 50 foot tall okay figuratively speaking right yeah now you expect me to go back into that little bitty you know five foot seven or at six foot at yeah, five foot four with, body with you or... saying that yeah there's there's so many accounts that they describe that feeling of like they were being pushed and shoved or sucked back in or being covered like with mud i mean it, there's so many ways that these experiencers have explained the way the body feels heavy i would say to go with that thought wouldn't you say the majority are more of a negative uh, with the body, with yeah. The, with the return to the body, yes. It, it's not typically described as something pleasant. Sometimes it is. Sometimes they just transition. They don't feel anything. But a lot of times we hear like, "Oh no, I don't want to go back. I want to stay." Or, "Oh wow!" And when they went back, like Daphne had mentioned, is 
that uncomfortableness, that, that constrictedness, that confinement after being this free being of spiritual light, you know, yes. now you're conformed. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. So that and there's, makes a difference. Okay, you know? so with all that having to come back into the physical, we have the after effects of dealing with the body, the experience, what all happened. I mean, there's a lot of adjustments that these people have to go through in returning to their bodies. Even making sense of the experience. Exactly. A lot of them will hibernate yeah. and hide it for a while because, you know, when you try to share this with some, you know, family members, a lot of people don't understand this. They might think, you, oh, that person's crazy. <laughs> that person's a little, uh, I want to keep an eye on them. But a lot of people, right. they even trying to share their experience, they get a lot of resistance. So now it becomes like, okay, am I going crazy? Nobody wants to listen to me. So some of them, they may even just take that experience and maybe just, you know, put it up in a box in the closet until yeah, the time. Yeah, and don't talk about it. Yeah, until, because they, until they, they can grasp the time to be able to make sense of it. Right, you know, and, and that's the sad part is for those out there that have had these experiences that can't share it and they really, as a human, as a soul, as a spirit, they need to share this because you know how it is if you have something on your mind, you need to talk to someone about this. So, you know, you need to talk to someone um, to get it off your chest. And when you, once you do, the, the relief, the feeling that you have, well, these people that are holding this in need to know that they are not alone out there. There are people that have had these experiences that will not think you're crazy, will right. really want to experience your story with you. There's beauty in these stories, and it so moves me because... There's beauty in these, and people hide these because they feel ashamed or think people will think they're crazy, and you're not. These are cool. They are cool beautiful stories, beautiful. no matter if it's hellish or not. These are glorious stories of the other side. Absolutely. And we would love to hear as many as we can from the actual sure. experiencer. Absolutely. Go to nde.world. Yes. It, it, it oh tells you gosh. everything you need to do. Share we, your we, story we with us. Your, your experience. So when they come back from the other side, all right, we notice that there's changes in their attitudes and their, their belief beliefs. Systems, you know? Yeah. Um, now, a lot of times there are lessons learned or right, lessons right. to be learned uh, from the experience. Which there's is why a, they have the changes in their beliefs and their attitudes. Correct, correct. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, every now and then, we also hear some that may even you know, have like an increased intuition or even psychic abilities or even, even superpowers. I've even heard some stuff like yes, that. Yes, exactly, uh, yeah. I know. mean, that that is a, a commonality in these NDE experiences is a lot of people do come back with extra sensory perceptions of things. Yes. The, yes. A heightened uh, sense of touch or can read thoughts or know things about people or see angels. I mean, the list goes on and on as to the extra sensory gifts that are given to these people who have had them. Yes. Now, also along with that, they seem to have a more clearer vision of their life's purpose for lack of words they learn from the experience oh, yeah. you know yeah now um you know it, it, with me not even having an nde I, i'm learning of my life purpose you know just from listening to these accounts it's like i am I'm, I'm on an all-time high nowadays you know and, and i love that <laughs> 
I love that. Me too. Yeah. Well, you had mentioned earlier, you know, uh, that there are pets in the afterlife. You know, these couple little. I want to throw a little couple of side nuggets in there while we're on this subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people do see their pets, their loved pets that they, uh, you know, that were family members at one time that crossed over. So look forward to that, you know. And we also hear stories of them communicating since everything is telepathically. They talk to you just like humans do. So exactly, everything is yeah. telepathy. So you'll be able to understand, you know. Max, your dogs, and they're talking to you. Hey, buddy. Hey, Joe, man, I appreciate you, man. When you used to give me all them steaks and all that, you know, we used to go to the park. And, you know, so the, from what we understand, we do hear experience where the animals do communicate with you telepathically. You just <laughs> reminded me of one of the accounts where a guy had lost his dog and it was a female dog. And on the other side, she told him, you have to go back because you take have to take care of my puppies. You have to take yeah. care of my babies. Yeah. So, yes, there's that communication of understanding pet language. It's not pet language anymore. It's the, the communication of spirit. Absolutely. In fact, I just finished publishing a book for a, a, a guy who's had several like near-death experiences and you know, he's been dealing with his angels and angel gods since he was, you know, like four or five years old. He's, he's got beautiful stories. In fact, I, yeah, looking we forward are to talking go- right now about bringing him on the show. So we'll, we'll definitely bring him on. But yes. uh, w- one of his stories was about a, one of his dogs that he had. But long story short, it passed. But he told stories of it actually literally coming back and hugging him. Oh, you know, yeah. it was. I don't know if it was in that altered spiritual state or whatever, but he he did see it and came back and communicated with him and then took off. You know, so that's awesome. You do have your pets there as well. Yeah. Now, there's um, other things that are kind of tied in with this. We hear a, a few different things. Um, I, I'll touch on a couple of the words, and if you would just please chime in. Um, your life plan, pre-birth, soul contract, okay, or soul agreement. Agreements. What do you? Um, can you maybe kind of touch base on that? We hear we hear a lot of stories of where we actually plan our own lives when we come here to yes, experience this, and yes. then we you know we go back and you know see how we kind of maybe lined up with uh, lined our up purpose. With, were we or, on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Or were we in harmony with our soul purpose? Our what contract, our soul plan yeah. was? Yeah, that that has has really had my interest peaked over the last few months because to know and I, I heard this years ago. I was listening to a a podcast driving at work and and at the time I was like nah I don't believe that but I, I continued to listen to the story he said we all plan our lives it's so that soul contract life planning that happens is a real thing that happens from the people we have in our lives to you know our, what we look like I mean where we live, who we're going to be hanging parents, out with, I mean, kindred spirits. And- yes, there's so much that you do plan out what you want to experience in your life. What do you need and, to work on? Yeah, and for those grow. that are going through traumatic things in life, there's a lesson in a part of your soul contract. You need to learn a that lesson. You, that you're working on in this lifetime, in this incarnate. So you're working on a lesson. Yeah. You just have to figure out what that lesson is yeah. to get We're on. We're just here to experience life, but yes. also learn from these experiences. Right. We're to grow as a soul, as a spirit. Yeah. That's the purpose for being here is to learn and grow and 
love and be kind and share positive things with others to help encourage others. Which makes sense with the, you know, what they call the soul contract, you know, your exactly. purpose for coming down here, which ties in to the next subject here, reincarnation. Okay, reincarnation yeah. has been taught since the beginning of time. Through um, all religions, Even almost. Christianity used to teach uh, reincarnation until... Uh, I, I don't remember exactly when they changed it over from that, but uh, yeah, later on they quit teaching it. But Jesus himself taught, um, you know, reincarnation. It is a yeah. A we covered that on an episode too. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and however, you know, reincarnation is different for a lot of different religions. Most people believe in what we call the karmic wheel, the uh, where you you do good, you do good, you do bad, and it's going to affect the afterlife. And you know, if you do bad, you're going to have to you know come back and live that life again and, and, you know, either be the other person that you hurt or you're going to have to experience that bad to balance yourself. That's that one there. But with the NDEs and ever since we've been studying this as well and all these experiences, you know, reincarnation brings a whole different meaning uh, to the the picture. And uh, I've heard stories of uh, people talking to Jesus and asking him about reincarnation. He said, yes, but reincarnation you think. is real. Yes, but it's not what you think. Exactly. Okay, from what I'm understanding, reincarnation is that after you die or you cross over, okay, um, you have to go through your life review. So you're, you 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 are cleansed. Then you know you, you're gonna hurt, <laughs> you're gonna feel what you had to feel, and you're gonna realize you either pa- passed or you failed your test. I know if you failed your test, chances are you're gonna be feeling a lot more pain on the other side. Okay, from what I understand, nine times out of ten, you are going to be motivated to want to come back and fix what you messed up or what you didn't do or what you had a, an agreement or a contract or whatever to do. You know, you you have a choice. You can stay there. You can stay there and dwell. That You, you are right. not made to do anything because that affects your free will. Exactly. And it makes me think about one of the recent episodes we done on, a, on the reviews is where the woman – uh, was able to ask a bunch of questions, and uh, she asked next time she comes back to that that side, would she be able to stay? And the the guides there were like, you can, but you love your lesson, so you'll probably want to go back because you never stay long when Think you're about here. That. So yeah, I mean, we choose. To, to come back, yeah, yes. you choose to come back, and and that to me resonates with the whole cycle. You see? Right, and and if you choose to stay, there's other universes, other realities that and... we are unaware of on this on this in this physical body. Yeah, I mean they're they're starting to talk about you know quantum realities, and you see it in the movies, and just there's so many other un- multiverses out there. That we're taken as entertainment in movies when a lot of reality. Is re- exactly a little <laughs> bit of truth in all movies. You're so, so right. yeah. So you know we just we we don't know half what we think we know. No, we're no. just scratching the surface. Even well, talking and people, touching most with people the ain't even scratching Daphne. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Some people no. don't even. Scratch. They just go through life and think that this, this is physical body is all there is. Yep. When we're There's not so just more. this physical body, we are spiritual in a human form. Now, you had mentioned earlier, kind of slightly just touched base on the, the soul groups or the soul families. Mm-hmm. 
what exactly, you know, like when you, you had mentioned on the soul contract that you could be doing, what exactly is this soul family or the soul group, you know, or these elders or this committee? Okay, because from what I understand, these are all part of that experience as well. Uh, you know, soul group, soul family, right. elders committee um, for for make, getting together and, you know, making this agreement, this arrangement, this contract. Contract right. is a man-made. I don't like that word contract, just, just to let you know. Right. You know, what's the first three letters of a contract? You know? on, right. So I don't like that word. Uh, you know that we do soul contracts. You know, but well, that's why a lot of whatever say it is that we need to plan. do. Yeah, life plan. I, I like that life plan. So how how does the soul group or the soul family and all this fit in with that life plan? It, it's just all part of the collective. It's all the family that you have. You know, from parents, aunts, uncles, the the friends that you have in your life, the partners that you have in your life, these are all part of these soul groups, soul family, that no matter which lifetime you come in and incarnate that you come in through your reincarnation, you are going to have these same souls in your in your life in that lifetime in different but forms in, exactly that's what i was going to say <laughs> they're going to be different characters but they're still going to be that same soul, soul and that's the soul groups that's why you feel some people you you might meet them and you felt like you've known that you've person known all them forever your life. yeah some people you you just drawn to you really connected well these are your these are part of your soul groups you know so yeah. and there's also people that you feel uncomfortable around or you can you repelled from you know those people are actually part of your plan as well you know, we're all here for a reason. There are no mistakes, you know, so everything right. that we experience is, is for you to grow. And from what I'm, I'm learning, too, is there's no coincidences. It's no. all synchronicities. It's all planned. Get you thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's take this coin that we're calling NDE and flip it to the other side of it, okay? Let's take all these beautiful, uh, blissful, heavenly experiences, and we're going to turn it around, and we're going to look at what's called D. NDE. These are what's called the more of the distressing or distressful, however you look at it, you know, tomato, tomato, you know. Miter? Uh, yeah, demiter, you know. Demiter sandwich. Um, so distressing NDEs uh, is a very, very, very small percentage, okay, however they do occur. Yeah. Now, usually they entail a few different things you know do you remember what like the three basic elements of of a dnde were it was the actual like the void there's a black void yeah the just confusion the, the, yeah, the blackness confusion, the void like the experience doesn't make any kind of sense and yeah and, um, uh, even the hellish yes going into the hellish, the hellish. Uh, where they inc also encounter beings uh, of darkness, they hear screams or torments and torture. Um, See but demons th they, and they really and can't make any sense of any of this. There's no harmony with any of the hellish or any of the DNDEs. They're they're all chaotic. So right, there's no real structure to any of those the way there is with the. The more the pleasurable, regular right? The regular, the light. Uh, say the light and the dark. You know, with the lighter side of the N NDEs, uh, those have the common thread, the unity in in those. Uh, where the DNDEs, they they don't have any anything in harmony, and um, just because they're experiencing 
a hellish or distressing NDE doesn't prove that there is a physical place of torture, you know, like fire and Called hell. hell. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the hellish yeah. experience do not prove hell as a, a physical, literal place, correct? Right. It, it's a state of mind because we hear, I've heard in so many of the stories, especially through our reviews, if you've been following along, listening, you can go back and find this episode where they, they asked, um, is this heaven? And they said, yes, but it can also be hell if it's what you believe. Right. So we have to really, you know, get the, the religious indoctrinations the religious dogmas out of our thinking because it's not part of what's on the other side from what i'm understanding from all of these ndes it 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 is just a, a a belief system that is not a reality and we do not deny people do have these so we're not right putting yeah. anybody down who have had hellish experiences okay right. however one thing we must understand in most cases, not every single one, everyone is different. However, we're, we're talking from reports, statistics. In most cases, a D NDE, okay, distressing or dark NDE, have you want to look at it, typically precedes a NDE, okay? The, the pleasurable, yeah. A lot of times they'll go through that darkness. However, something will happen and they'll be transformed right back into that light. Right. Thank you for bringing that up because there's a couple of experiences that are coming to my mind with you saying that from our reviews that we've done. One was, you know, the lady was just in this tor- in this place of darkness and void and she kept hearing these screams all around her and a voice kept telling her this is all there is. This is all there is over and over and over. And you know, she she was taking all this in and and she finally said no. No, this is not all there is. And that's when the light started coming and she went straight over to the other side. And then uh, on the light side. And then there's others where they just said, oh, God, help me in these moments and was straight away into the the light. light. Yeah, yeah. So keep that in mind. That's the main thing. Just because people have hellish experiences and they do. okay, but they're very, very rare. Uh, a very small percentage of people actually experience those, you know, but they do, however, occur. So just keep that in mind. Right. So that pretty much is kind of like an overview of, of the actual NDEs and a little bit about the DNDE as well. Yeah. And uh, again, and there's books out there. If you really want to do the research on this sure. and, and learn for yourself, there's books from many different aspects of this experiences from the pleasurable to the hellish and distressing books out there. So just do the research and find it. Read what what has your interest. It's there. And I've read both uh, because I want wanted to know, because when this hit, this hit, it's like, oh, I need to learn about this. There's something in right. this for me that I need to learn. So I've read both good and bad, and I have made my judgments on it, uh-huh. and my belief systems have changed because of learning of the two different uh, accounts for the NDEs. Yeah, yeah. And, and to wrap things up, um, we forgot to mention but we can leave it with that thought because it, it can tie into your life right now. But during the live review, after your your judgment, in other words, that you judge, okay, your You're judgment. <laughs> when you're purged, when it's all said and done with, almost always, 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 I know that's 
kind of ironic there, almost always. Uh, is that an oxymoron? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, the source asks one question. It usually comes in a different form, One, you know, kind of one or two. And this question is, did you learn anything? What could you have done better? And what could you have done different or better? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to have to answer that question as well. So if you can take all that information and apply it today, Exactly. And start doing good today. If you've harmed someone, go back and fix it. Because guess what? That'll be better on the other side. If you can fix it now, right. it's going to come up on the other side that you went and fixed that. You put forth that effort. You went and showed that. Okay? It's going to have a different effect on you. If you can fix everything on this side and live the way you're supposed to live from this day forward, it's just going to make it a lot easier on the other side. When yeah. We get there. New Year's and New Year solutions. Fix these problems that can be fixed. Love when you haven't loved. Harm none. Harm none. I mean, it's a new year to do new you. Work on it. Jump in it with your boots on, like I always say, and live and love and experience the way we're supposed to experience. Or it's uh, what we call a new year because time does not exist. And it's not really a new year. But if we use that, you know, for an example, then it's a new year to really discover who you are. Exactly. Because you already are all you need to be. Right. You just got to We're know all that. a spark, a piece, a spark of the divine. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Daphne, thank you so much for coming out in the studio today. We appreciate you yeah, and your, thank you. your uh, loving love little this. spirit and your, your knowledge and things that you share with us, baby. So thank you so much. And looking forward to our next uh, episode together. Me too. Absolutely. And for yeah. all you guys listening, don't forget to go to nde.world for more information. Thank you all for hanging out with us and putting up with us and listening to us. We love you all yeah, so much. Thank and you. May peace be with you all until next time. You'll always let your light shine. For information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's nde.world.com.